Score at the end of two here at J. Tom Lawler Rink. Game three of the Hockey's first round series between UNH and Merrimack. The score is UNH three, Merrimack one. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. The second admission tonight is brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Mike McMahon joins us here in the second admission from the MacReport.com, also from College Hockey News and from the Eagle Tribune. And uh, Mike, we just talked about off the air, uh, no goals from Merrimack. They had the power play goal tonight. They were shut out last night. Uh, they led 3 nothing and uh, got the empty net goal. I guess if you don't count the empty net goal on Friday, they got the one period, then plus three last night is four, plus two tonight is six. In six periods, they don't have an even strength goal, and they're playing a team that uh, came in and over the last ten games of the season had the worst goals against in Division One. you got to do a better job than that. Yeah, and I don't think it's for lack of execution. I mean, it's not for lack of effort. Uh, you know, if you put a heat map on, on the puck possession in this game, it would be bright red in the UNH defensive zone. Merrimack is at the puck in the, in the UNH zone literally almost the entire game. Uh, but you haven't done anything with it. Uh, even shot attempts, I mean, the ones that they're attempting, they're not getting through. And, and even the ones, you know, there, there's chances, I think, where they're still passing up the opportunity to shoot the puck. And that's issues we were talking about back in November, December. Um, you know, Danny Torrey's made some nice saves. You know, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. He made some nice saves last night. I think he's made some better saves tonight. I actually think he's been tested a little more tonight than he was last night. But, uh, you know, clearly, I, this is not... Merrimack's not getting on play. You know, in fact, I'd argue the opposite. Uh, they just haven't been nearly as opportunistic and they're not doing nearly as much with the possession. UNH has done a lot more with a whole lot less in terms of puck possession. I, I thought that one of the things that had to happen for either team to have a chance to win the night was their top line was going to have to play uh, their best game in the series. I, I think that certainly happened for the Kelleher line, uh, which have been pretty quiet through two games so far. Uh, they, did, they did come up with that goal back in the first period, but also there have been times that they've been able to get control of the puck set something down in their own end and you know, get it up ice, relieve some pressure. But for the Merrimack uh, side of things, the Gustafson line has had, I think they've looked the best uh, that they have out of the three games, but it's still been very tough for them to get pucks through and on to Roney. Yeah, you know, UNH is doing a real good job, I think, of battling in front of the net, which isn't really something they've done most of the year. <laughs> I don't even want to say the last ten games. This is most of the year. Uh, they've been pretty... They've allowed a lot of goals. You know, their defense hasn't been very good. So uh, I think this is probably, I mean, we'll, we can talk to Dickie Mealy about it, but I imagine this is the best they've played in their own defensive zone in a long time, if not all season. Because even the puck possession that Merrimack has, it's been a lot along the boards. Not really up the top of the zone, but a lot along the boards and a lot in the corner. Merrimack having a little real hard time getting pucks through to the middle of the ice. Just like last night, uh, they're either getting blocked or, or they're getting sticks in lanes, and uh, they're just having a real hard time getting the puck there. So they're getting bodies there. I mean, there's guys in front. Merrimack having a hard time getting the puck I also thought you go back to the first game of the series on Friday night, and especially early on in that game, UNH was very sloppy in their own end with the puck, committed some bad turnovers. It resulted in you know one or two goals on that night, and, and was a big reason why they lost the game. They cleaned that up last night. Much smarter with the puck in their own end, 
uh, doing a much better job too uh, in front of Taroni, and, and I think that that has continued uh, continued into tonight. A couple times they did have some bad turnovers, but they've been able to recover from it. Or Taroni has bailed them out on the Merrimack side of things. On the other hand, almost seems like they've made commit not in that second period, really in the first period, more and more of those mistakes, and it really has hurt them tonight. Yeah, I think Merrimack. Uh, excuse me, UNH has done a better job slowing Merrimack down too. That's something they talked a lot about last night. I mean, you can think of the the first period on on Friday. I mean, the Derek Benny goal was off a rush, and Merrimack had a, a few chances that were either breakaways or two on ones, three on ones on the rush. UNH did a uh, much better job, I think, last night. The neutral zone on the back check sort of slowing that down a little bit. Uh, and even tonight, I mean, there's been a couple. You can think of the play that I think Tavernier had uh, on a, on a nice pass up the middle of the ice here. Uh, there was a couple shorthanded, although I, you sort of take those out of the equation because it's a little sloppy. But uh, five on five, you know, Merrimack hasn't entered the zone with numbers very much at all, and they were doing that. You know, somewhat regularly, I think, on Friday. So uh, that, that's an area where I think UNH has just been a lot better since Friday night is slowing them down. You know, Merrimack is, is, is probably it's probably the fastest team they've had, uh, certainly up there as one of the fastest teams they've had in a long time. And, and UNH has done a good job, I think, neutral, neutralizing that speed in the middle of the rink these last two games. I've been very impressed for UNH with the, the play of Anthony Wise, the freshman defenseman. He's looked very, very good. I look at him and I say, how's he only got four points on the year? I mean, this kid's played, I think, very, very well this weekend in, in all three games. Yeah, he has. I mean, really, their whole their whole decor has. They're, I mean, they're a big reason why they've had. Merrimack has had the possession it's had, but not the chances it's had. You know, I think, in, in some sense, you can make an argument that the possession... The, the lack of possession on UNH's side of it is, is you know, in part due to your forwards not really able to get the puck out of the zone and, and hold it for long periods of time uh, down in the offensive zone. I mean, UNH has had no cycle or, to speak of or, or anything, really, uh, for these last couple of nights, but they're making the most of their opportunities when they have them. On the defensive end, I mean, their whole decor, and he's part of that, is, is keeping the Merrimack chances to the outside. And you know what? Their forwards are playing well in the D zone, too. It's not, you know, two on five down there. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think their decor has been really good. Probably since this third period on Friday. All right, with 20 minutes to play here, UNH leads 3-1. to one. Uh, Looking from the Merrimack standpoint, I mean, Mark Denny said after the game last night, like the way they played in the second half of the game or so, wanted to continue to do that. I think they've done a lot of that so far tonight, but as it stands... It still may not be enough. You know, you you could reach the the end of the game tonight. We could be talking 45 minutes from now and and saying, yeah, well, they played pretty well the last two games, and then you know, shaking your head, how did they end up losing? Right. So the big question, the big question here is entering the third period. What, if anything, has to change because that's not been enough so far. What what more can they do? You know, it's hard, it's hard to say because they, they've had plenty of possession. That hasn't been the problem. They've had the puck in the offensive zone for most of this game. Uh, you know, I think maybe you got to get a little more creative. They're going to take some more chances. You're down two goals in the third period of an elimination game. You're going to take some more chances. So uh, we'll see if, if that's enough to open up the ice because they've, they've had, like we said, you know, we've been saying it since the, the beginning uh, of the intermission, they've had the puck really Five on five, they've almost exclusively had the puck in the offensive zone. There hasn't been much time uh, that UNH has had the puck in the attacking zone five on five. So uh, I think from that perspective, whatever you're doing is, is working well. It's just finding ways to get through and get that goal. And I think part of that's going to come from taking some more taking some more chances and maybe being a little more creative in the offensive zone. Taking some of those chances out of the first two periods probably not going to take. And now, now take off your Mark Dennehy hat, put on your, your Dickie Millie hat, put on your Dickie Millie turtleneck if you want to say it that way. But uh, you know, 
Uh, so you now outscored Merrimack in their rank 7-1 the last two nights. You're on the verge. Of, you're 20 minutes away from winning this series. What's the key to the final 20 minutes for them? You know, at, at this point, I think you're 20 minutes away. you got a two-goal lead, which is different than a one-goal lead. So uh, I think they can afford to do much of what they've done these first two periods. Just try, try to pack it in in front of the net. Know that you're not going to have possession. And right now, you got to look at it going, you know, we haven't had possession all night. It hasn't hurt us. So I think you've got to do just continue to do what you're doing, and that's pack things in in front. Make it difficult for Merrimack to get to the net front because Merrimack's had possession for 40 minutes and hasn't done much with it at all. So uh, I, I think you're, you're comfortable in the defensive zone. I think you're going to need to be comfortable in the defensive zone because we saw that last night too. Merrimack had a big push in the third period. I think the shots were 17-7 at one point in that third period. So uh, Merrimack's going to have, I think, going to have the puck in the offensive zone a lot in the third. If you're UNH, I don't think you want to chase them. Uh, keep them the wall as best you can, but but certainly clog up the middle of the ice. Very similar to what Lowell does. I mean, if you can take away the middle of the ice, uh, you're going you're to take away a lot of scoring chances. All right, Mike, thanks as always. We appreciate your time. Folks, check out his work at themacreport.com, also in the Eagle Tribune tomorrow, and also at Call of Talking News. Mike, thanks as always. We appreciate it. Thank you. Mike McMahon's been our guest here from themacreport.com. The score at the end of two is UNH3, Merrimack 1, Game 3, third period coming up. It should be good right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.